Napa know-how. There are lots of amazing cars on the road, but perhaps none more amazing than the paid-off car. It may not be pretty, but the price is right. Heck, if you keep that thing running, it'll actually start paying you. Because with Napa Rewards, for every $100 you spend, you'll get $5 off. So keep your car running longer, stronger with Napa Rewards, and watch the savings start rolling in. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. EOTM Radio. Entrepreneurs on the move. Reshaping lives for a better tomorrow. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. I know we broke your heart, dude, it's rolling down your face You know I'm coming over to make sure okay You don't have to wait, I'm a crazy day I'm a superman, you know a day Good evening and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. As always, I have to thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Uh, tonight we welcome CEO of Jackson Events and Entertainment LLC, Janet Jackson, not the singer, but <laughs> another Janet Jackson, uh, R&B diva Faith Evans' daughter, Tajiri, who is creating her own music, uh, Tajir, I'm sorry, Tajir, who's creating her own music, uh, and then, of course, the talented R&B, hip-hop singer, songwriter, Mark. We definitely look forward to you being part of the discussion, so call in your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also hit us up on chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. And I want to remind you, we're on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, we have a website. Uh, look up Stephen Knight Show, the Stephen Knight Show, and you'll find us on uh, our social media. But Miss Parker, how are you feeling? Made myself go. Um, <laughs> it's Monday. You know, it's Monday. You know how it is. Yeah, I know. I know. And you know the crazy thing is everybody's running around getting prepared for this three inches of snow we might be getting. You know, but right. that, that's right. I went to the, I went to Walmart um, midday because I knew it was going to be a mess after work, and yeah. um, I heard that uh, Walmart is pretty much empty. I'm, yeah, I believe too. <laughs> yeah, people were posting pictures on uh, social media of the stores with no bread, any, no, you know, anywhere. I went to I went to the grocery store on my lunch break, and I was I mean, you, it was a madhouse in there. People running around. Grandma, there was a grandma. She like. Wait for me to get out of the parking spot. That's the only horn at me. I mean, people were, they're taking this thing seriously. Well, that <laughs> grocery store by your house is a lot, yeah, there's a lot of old people in there. <laughs> One, sure 24 was. hours. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. And so, um. Uh, well, I'm happy that people are going to be more prepared because, you know, what happened yeah. last time was just, just really unfortunate. It seemed like people are going to be staying home. The schools are already closed. State of emergency have already been declared. So yeah. I think it's going to be better. I think people are going to be in their homes this time. So I was cracking they, up because I was watching the news, and it said that alcohol sales were up 30% last <laughs> time it snowed. I'm thinking to myself, okay, people really didn't have chance, had a chance to really, you know, go to the grocery store and stuff, and they were uh-huh. saying that now that people are shopping in advance, it's going to be like 
more like 40 to 50% more. I'm like, wow, people are sitting at home really drinking. I'm a little disappointed yeah. because for me, it's not it's a normal day. Right. Nothing changes we because we already work from home. Right. So there is no, like, our employer doesn't even check on us to see if we're okay or whatever. They don't, it's almost like nothing happens with our schedule. Right. Everybody else is off work. And so I think mm-hmm. it's more enjoyable for everybody than us. It's just like, okay, business as usual. Business as usual. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm just more, I'm upset I, I probably won't be able to get to the gym, but I got a bunch of home workouts I'm going to be doing. So you're fortunate because you have a, a gym in your in your building, your high-rise building stand, so. Yeah, I you know I'm very fortunate. I, I I've really been using it a lot the past month. Um, uh-huh. I like not going to the gym because that's really my only time to socialize. But the past three weeks it's been really horrible weather. Even last last Tuesday and Wednesday it rained like crazy. Yeah. And work uh-huh. from home is hard to leave your home and go out into the rain when you don't have to. So exactly. it's been been great having one at home and it, you know it's well equipped and I can still work out. But I do miss the whole getting out and socializing with my regular gym rep buddies and all that right. crazy stuff we did during the week. But, um, well, but I'm glad everybody is, is getting prepared and hopefully will be safe at home when it's snow exactly. hits. Exactly. I agree. Uh, my gym partner, he runs so much games. Uh, you know, today, let me tell you what he did. And, you know, you, you mess with me because I posted something out of frustration last week. He said, I'm going to tell him, but you know. So mm-hmm. he texted me today. I was like, you must not have Facebook. <laughs> He's not on Facebook. But, and I don't uh, understand why, why after all these years, Stephen, you are one of the people who, when something bothers you, it never goes away. After all these years, like, why do you still let it bother you? I just don't get it. No, no, I, I don't now, now. But this this frustrated me today. So I get to the gym, and right, as I'm pulling into the gym, he texts me, I'm running 10 minutes away. First of all, I live 10 minutes away because he just told me 10 minutes ago. But I said, okay, whatever. So I was waiting, waiting in my car. I was actually listening to the new Tony Braxton and Babyface uh, CD. That's a great CD so far, what I've heard. Anyway, so I'm listening to that, and then I wait 10 minutes, and then he texts me he can't make it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, after you had already waited, like, like 20 right. minutes. Yeah. So, wow. You know, it, but I had a great workout. I had a great workout. So anyway. Good. That's because you went after work today? Yeah, I went after work. I went about seven o'clock here. Seven o'clock. But um, I do have some sad news. Um, and Adam gave me permission to discuss on the show. Uh, last week he was out a family emergency. I checked on him after the show, and he had an emergency with his father. And unfortunately, his father passed away last night. So he is definitely his whole family is definitely in our prayers, um, and our thoughts and prayers, and just keep him uplifted. Um, I know it's never easy when you lose a family member, especially anyone, really, but especially your father. So, right, you know, your parents. Right, right. Definitely our prayers and thoughts are with um, him and his family. And, you know, if you have him on your social media, please show him some love. Yeah, please do. And, yeah, like you said, he'll be back next week. But uh, he wanted me to tell everyone, um, you know, the news. And also, Janera, you know, she had a death of the last week, uh, but she'll be back next week as well. So we're keeping both of those uplifted in our and our, no, our prayers never. And I know that I spoke to um, I spoke to someone that we all used to work with, and it's that she was she never was actually stuck out there. Last time it snowed for 23 hours, and um, oh, and wow. knowing her, I know it wasn't easy. So definitely, yeah. uh, you know, get some rest. And I know that Odile was probably traumatizing, but um, and then a death in our family. You're definitely in my prayers. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, Chike, what's going on, Chike Evans? 
Hello, people. How are how is everybody? How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Happy What's Monday, up, Parker. <laughs> Happy Monday to you too. Congrats to you on your good news. I saw on Facebook. Oh yeah, congrats. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm I'm still not. It hasn't settled in yet. Sharing with the audience. Yeah, we can share that. Um, I was contacted by um, the OWN Network um, via email. Mm. about a new project that they're going to start. And it has to do with social media and them uh, plugging some of their shows. I had already been our own ambassador, which is basically helping them promote the shows. If I'm watching something, I'll, you know, tweet about it or I'll Facebook about it. But now, you know, it's concrete. You know, the next email was, okay, we want you to do this. The project is going to be this. And I needed to agree or not agree to be a part of it. I agreed to be a part of it, of course, because it's Oprah. Why wouldn't I agree to be a part of it? Right. And the next phase was the next day when I got, you know, checked my email, I had a contract. I was like, what? (laughs) Are you serious? Wow. So I'm officially under contract with OWN uh, with social media content. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. Well deserved. Well deserved as well. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely. You definitely uh, killed the social media, you know, so it's well-deserved. Congratulations. Thank you. So and so this, to... this entire weekend I, I celebrated, you know, it, I, a new job. I think I told you guys I got a new job um, with uh, Penn Medicine in Philadelphia. So I have okay. a new job with them, and then this, you know, information, a new position in OWN. So all weekend uh, I've been uh, running. I did manage in. to get to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, 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 it's a, a good season with TK. 2014. Uh, 2014 starting off pretty good. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> so you said that you did see movies this weekend? Yeah, I did see a movie this uh, weekend. It was uh, Monuments Men, a George Clooney movie. He directed and produced it. It stars himself, uh, Matt Damon, and Bill Murray, and John Goodman. Basically, it's a, a war movie. It's a true story. Um, wartime uh, during Hitler and the reign of the Nazis. Um, basically, they were commissioned by the U.S. government to go into Nazi Germany and obtain all of the artwork. Because I don't know if you know anything about um, history in you know the time of the war. When the Nazis started to lose, Hitler threatened to destroy all of the artwork. Anything that was artistic, he was just going to burn and destroy. And uh, these gentlemen who were historians and artists themselves uh, band together with the help of the government to go to Nazi Germany and take back all the art. So that's basically what it was about. They did not have any military training. Only training that they had was, you know, to be able to spot what is good art. And it's pretty interesting, especially since it was based on it. I couldn't believe that, you know, uh, these people got together and threw themselves in the face of danger um, to save art, which I'm glad that they did. We wouldn't have some of the great artworks that we have now if it wasn't for them and their uh, bravery. So yeah. I highly recommend it. Definitely. Sounds like a good plot. It's a really good plot. Well, yeah, it is a, it's a true story. Yeah. 
Right. That's always made for a good story, but it's true, you know, made for a mm-hmm. good story. And I know that the Oscars are coming up. Anything coming out, you know, in the next couple of weeks or so that you're uh, looking forward to? Not really. Most of my things uh, that I'm looking for will come out post-Oscars. Um, oh. Of course, I'm looking at um, Angelina Jolie and Maleficent. I want to see that really bad. I think that that role is going to be really juicy for her. She plays yeah. a villain <laughs> to the T. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm also looking for a couple independent uh, films to come out. Um, we're approaching... Um, spring and the summertime so there's going to be a lot of independent film festivals um, especially in this area of the country um, we'll be on the road attending those as well so I'll have a whole lot of uh, independent feature films that I'll be reviewing Okay. and uh, I did uh, actually watch that movie um, by Made uh, Out Alive yes it was good yeah, we, we, yeah uh-huh. right yeah, and, and and I thought that it was pretty good on the fact that you know it really wasn't gory, it really didn't, right. it wasn't overtly in your face that mm-hmm. you know there was a zombie or um, uh, a pandemic, whatever. Right. Yeah. It, it was the suggestive that made it more right. frightening for you. Let me ask uh, you and Miss Parker a question. I, I I was wondering about this, and then I was like doing some entertainment research. And a psychiatrist believes that, you know, we all take selfies, but fear is that selfies can ruin the confidence of teens if they don't get likes. What, what I do you can think see that. I, I, I yeah, I know, grown, that. I know grown people who does things on, on and you know, you know who I'm, you know, you know who I'm talking uh-huh. about. Does right. things on Facebook j- just for likes. And when they don't get enough likes, they take it off and put something else back up. Just for like, I know grown forty, thirty five. So I can imagine. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but look, uh, no, it reminds me of this picture. I think I posted on Instagram uh, last year, and it's these two girls. They're in their uh, bikini bathing suits, but it's snowing outside. Oh, yeah, and, it's snow. <laughs> and it says, "It says, girl, I know it's cold, but we need the lights." <laughs> <laughs> but but I do think, because I, I, I feel bad. I know if I'm scrolling on Instagram. And I see, you know, a girl that has posted a selfie and no one likes it. I feel bad. I always like it. I feel bad. It's funny because I I know people who are so, social media and likeies. Uh, I don't know how to describe what word to use, but they they know a certain time of day to put on to put pictures up. Like I was like when when they were telling me this, I was like, what? They're like there's a certain research. time of day when people it's are a, like most likely to like your pictures. <laughs> Well, it's know, a serious business for some people. It is, and there's and there's this one. Uh, but, no, but I hate when I see somebody, and I, just call me hate if you want. When I see someone that gets like an average of 200 likes a pub picture, then you see them in person, you're like, "What you getting all the likes for?" But anyway, oh, um, there. But there was this man who did a study, and he said for Twitter, the best time to tweet is at four o'clock because most people. Yes, are, and that's true. You know, I'm a Twitter beast, day, and that's true. Right, and they're kind of winding out for the day, and they start checking social media and stuff like that. But it's at four o'clock is the is the prime time to tweet. So you tweet, uh, tweet it out there. Anyway, we, we need to have a show on that, Mister Knight. We need to actually explore that. Yes, that's a great mm-hmm. idea. Yeah, because some people I didn't know some people that I mean every day they post themselves. 
I like posting funny things, you know, pictures and things, funny things. But some people, they they you get you know what they wear every day because they they give you the uh, play by play. <laughs> but anyway, with, with, as always, we appreciate congratulations, yes. everything that's uh, happening for you, and keep up the great work. Absolutely, thank you so much. All right, Mr. Aaron, what's going on? What up? What up, Stephen? Miss uh, Parker? Happy Monday. I had a long day. Congress whooped my mm, today, boy. Oh, yeah. They put it on. The intern. Yes. They get. They are taking full advantage of their free labor. I'm telling you. <laughs> they taking full advantage. First wow. of all, just 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 so let me at, say this. Are you so are you at the White House? Oh no, I am. I'm at the Capitol. I'm actually the at. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm at the um one of the House office buildings for the um, House of Representatives, Cannon office buildings cool. to be exact. So, yeah. That's yeah. very cool. Are you enjoying Thank it? You. I'm I'm having a great time. I am. I'm having a great time. Absolutely great time. Great, great people. Just a great experience. It really is. really is. Now, TK, working these two, man, he's, he's just – Working man, he's getting two yes, he two jobs, big big time. Oprah, yeah, he can stay on his grind now. He's the hardest working brother up on internet radio. I'm telling y'all, he I'm don't sure. play. You show it, don't play. <laughs> yes, and major, big 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 ups. That is major. And don't forget to mention the um Stephen Knight show to Oprah if you get a chance to. <laughs> exactly. What was yes, going yes. on the Well, let's see. The Winter Olympics, uh, it's not all that. I'm, I'm actually a um a um, big ice skating fan, like the um figure skating dance and stuff. Like um, I enjoy seeing the um the um, couples um, um skating, and I actually like when like the um, guy will like pick up the girl, toss her in the air, and she'll just be spinning around in the air, and she'll just actually land on like one foot. On the ice, perfect, like stuff like that. It just gets. That me. hasn't started yet, though, Aaron. You, you're the reason you're not liking one that's on right now is because it's dance. It's not. It's oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. it's the dancing competition where it's no lift. The the okay. um pick up the girl one is usually the last one to go. They're like the okay. they're gonna be next week. That's like the um, most popular one, I guess. That's what. Yeah, I don't like this one. It's boring because I don't know how to judge it. They don't do anything. Yeah, it's 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 uh, pretty much dancing. It it is, Miss Miss Parker. Yeah. All they're doing is they're dancing oh, on the ice. I'm like, okay. yeah. I'm like next. I'm over it. Next, next. But yo, did you see the opening ceremony? I didn't, but I but but from what I was told, it was lame. You know, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was tired. It was tired. So hopefully Russia will be able to pick it up. You know, with their um, closing. Ceremony or something. I mean, just give me some energy. Come on, Russia, please, Sochi, pick it up, please, please, please. Now, speaking of energy, though, yo, I'm sure that y'all heard about Michael Sam, right? The um college football player. Yeah. Yes. I heard from Missouri, yeah. So I just wanted to um, you know, tell him, yo, if you're listening, or if anybody that um knows you or knows you is listening, I'm proud of you. That took major, major, major courage to actually come out. So hey, my brother, yeah, 
Now let me ask you about this. Let me ask you, uh, Aaron, because they were talking about this on CNN. They were talking about it, and they were saying that you know what makes it even more brave and 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 that he you know he came out is because you know he's going to be there. He has every expectation of being drafted into the NFL, mm-hmm. and that, oh, yeah. that, he, that he came out before the draft and not after because they did some kind of poll, and you know some people. They don't think that he should be in the NFL anymore. They don't think the NFL is ready for a gay uh, star um, football player. What do you think about? What do you think of? Do you, th- do you think he should have waited, or do you think he did it on his time it when he seems, wanted? To? Well, first of all, the NFL has gay stars. They're just not out. Well, I, well, you know, I, I, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Yeah, they, they, from what they're saying is that they're not comfortable. Maybe some some people aren't comfortable. Com- 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 Comfortable yet with an out NFL uh-huh. star. Um, I think he did what was best for him. I don't think he should do uh, yeah. anything. I think he did what was best for him at the best time that he felt. That was right for him. him. Right, you know, like right. one guy said, oh, yeah. if the man can play football and a team needs him, guess what? That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you, Ms. Rocker. Thank you. And he's going to be on that team because he, exactly. he's needed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, I, and, I feel the same way. Yeah. And he, uh, you know, he, he said he came out to his teammates last year, a year ago, yeah. and um, yeah. they all rallied around him, supported him, went with him to, you know, uh, different events, you know. Um, so, you know, I, I think, you know, it's definitely going to change, be a game changer. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how it's going to all um, play out for him because there were saying yeah. some people might not want that pressure of, all that coverage of, you know, I don't know. But I think you'll – But how they were saying, too, like, even though he came out with his team, whatever, somebody from the team could have sold the story and made money. Right. And they did. No one did. That just shows you that – I mean, the change is coming. Like, it's okay for for you to be – I mean, I I think a lot of things things about the NFL that that I think the issue is that – this whole homophobic attitude, right? Like, if somebody is gay, they're going to want you. Just like when you're, if you're straight, you don't want everybody you see. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, oh, exactly. exactly. Uh, straight men would think every gay man would want them. No. Yeah. You're not attracted to every woman you see. You're not attracted to every man you see if you're if you're exactly. heterosexual. No. Right. You're not attracted exactly. to every single man, <laughs> you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And also, why is a straight man even concerned about what another man is thinking about sexually anyway. You know that well, I've never they understood were saying, that. If they if were you saying, are a straight uh, man, think, you know, why are you thinking about what another man, whether he's gay or whatever, is thinking about you sexually? That doesn't even cross right. your mind. Like you know, well, well, like well, play what football. They're, what they're saying, Aaron, they said, and, and it was a I forgot it was a former player. He was saying that he doesn't know if the locker room is ready for that because they could be so uncomfortable. But it goes back to that meaning they want you just because they're gay. But that that's them. That's their happen. problem. That's not his. That's that's right. on them. They have to face it because it's happening. Just like Miss Parker said, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. So they they're gonna have you know. Come on. I mean, we've we've heard this probably back back in the 1860s whenever you know slavery. And I'm not comparing slavery to gay to um to um gay rights people. Please don't think that I am. But I'm just saying that there were people that were saying, oh my God. We shouldn't do this. I'm not comfortable with it. What do you know? So it's it's going to be done. It is happening. People need to move on. Get get just get over this this ignorance 
you know, just come on, just love everybody, respect, and keep it moving, and win, and play football. It's all about playing football, and this this brother is great at playing football. He's great. I can see if he was just some average dude, he is a great football player. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And I think that he gonna kick some ass if like somebody mess with him too. Like I don't, I don't see him being. But yeah, I don't, he was you know, two two sixty. Yeah, he gonna six, run up two, on him. Two two sixty, right? Like <laughs> gonna run up on him. Uh, do that. You know what I'm saying, right? This is not the gate guy that people think. I think that that whole stereotype of what a gay right. person is. He's not right. that stereotype, and, and and it might be throwing people off too. Like wow, he's a regular guy. Like yeah, people. Let's, let's talk about. Did you watch what happened to that uh, college basketball player, Mark? Uh, Marcus yeah, Mark? yeah, 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 yeah. So, so what happened, and what do you think about it? Uh, what had happened was that um, it was maybe like it was five, six seconds left in the game. It was Oklahoma State was playing Texas Tech. Um, he went to foul the um, Texas Tech player. Um, he ends up falling into the um, stands into the crowd and he ends up pushing one of the um one of the fans of Texas Tech. And right. he says that the reason why he uh, pushed the fan is because the fan called him a a um, racial slur. Right. Yeah. Um my thing is this <sighs> Well he called him people, he called him a, a piece of crap. He, well that's what the fan said. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, that's what the, the fans said. The, um, that, that's what the fans said. The um, player okay. said that he called them the N-word. Okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, so it's almost like, you know, okay, who do we, you know, I, I don't know. I, okay, he shouldn't have put his hands on them. If he calls you N-word, don't put That's what they want you to do. You know, it's like yeah. with Kanye West, the whole thing with Kanye West beating up that dude. Dude got a nice settlement now. Got like, I think, like six. Six figure deal. I mean, six figure settlement with Kanye West over the whole. Oh, uh, what's okay? Well, well, he but got still, some cash. I mean, he came up, you know, yeah. all because somebody said the N word. You know, it's it's not what people called you, man. It's what you answer to. You know, I would have just because I'm, I'm because I'm not like, dude, you are a N word, or or not said anything, laugh, whatever, and keep it moving. But I wouldn't have pushed the dude, like, you know. No, I get that. But can you put the play devil's advocate? Can you be, just imagine, you're playing the game, you're in the moment, you know, you're drilling. Uh, oh, no, no, me, me, I would have cussed him out. I, I, I would have called, called, called him some things that I can't say on here uh, about his lack of sexual um, satis- satisfaction towards his wife. I would have said that he's jealous because he's not a black man. He wishes that he could, you know. I would have went yeah, there. I would have really went. Yeah, I would have went there. Yeah. So. Well, uh, anyway, so but, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you that heated, get that heated in that moment. You know what I mean? And so you had this man call you if you did call him that word. You know what I mean? And you're like, what? You know what I mean? I'm not justifying what he did, but I can see how he's thinking. Who's this I man just don't want him to be. I just don't want him to be that kind of person where someone right. can just call you something and you give them that control and that mm-hmm. power to make you react in that way. You know, because, okay, what if this brother goes into the pros, into the NBA, and a fan calls him something like that? What's he going to mm-hmm. do now? Push push them again? That's what they're going right. to want you to do. Push me, please. Push me. Hit me. Uh, 
if all I gotta do is call you the N word or or say that um your mama's a you know something something and you gonna push me, thank you. I'm about to get you know I'm I'm about to go to to the bank. So yeah, I'm just, right. it's yeah. Just don't let just don't get people that kind of control over you. You know that's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, look, but before, the fan was wrong. Everyone, the the fan was wrong. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just saying that the fan was wrong also, but he shouldn't have put his hands on him. Right, right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right, before we go, uh, you go, I'm going to ask you, Ms. Parker, the question of the day. And I think everyone already answered on Facebook. Question of the day, would you care if your ex from back in the day dated one of your friends after you moved on? And what's your answer, Aaron? Uh, See, I said that... um, Oh yes, the friend. Um, it it you know I said that um, a that a true friend would never date my ex. None of my exes. Emphasis on a true friend. You know. I agree. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Only a true friend wouldn't do it. If someone else I mean, does I mean, it, I mean, then, if they date, if they date someone you were dating, then they weren't your friend. They were acquainted. They were acquainted. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so you would have to redefine exactly. what your relationship was or is with that person. But as far as them dating my ex, I wouldn't care, but I would have to redefine what my relationship was if I thought it were exactly. obviously Thank you, Ms. Parker. Exactly. Perfect. Okay, Perfect. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Exactly. Enjoy. Right. Enjoy. Have each other. <laughs> right. Right. Well, let us know what you think on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, we'll take a quick commercial break. Everyone, thanks as always. Take a commercial break. Absolutely. Right back after this. You're listening to the Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Steed and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Night Show, Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Jenna Jackson, CEO of Jackson Events and Entertainment LLC. She has uh, produced well-known headliner celebrities and corporate events across the world. She has worked on some of the biggest names in the entertainment industry. Janet found her way into the entertainment industry just by being a party goer. Now with over 20 years of experience starting uh, starting off attending parties has launched into much success for her. Uh, once known as KMJ Productions, Janet took that company and merged it into what we now call JEE. KNG produced the hottest celebrity events, including Super Bowl 2004, uh, entertained in Houston, Texas, hosted by Beyonce, LQJ, and Janet Jackson, the singer. And, uh, of course, um, many events from former Club 112. Janet has a lengthy resume of celebrities she has worked with from L. Cool J, Robin Thicke, R. Kelly, Beyonce, Morris Chestnut, and many, many more. Please help me welcome Ms. Janet Jackson. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining. You know, I was reading up on you. I said, this is something I need to know. I really need to know this lady. <laughs> you, you have done it all. <laughs> thank you so much. Yes, so, now, yes, 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 it's been a blessing. I can imagine. You know, what what uh, 
it's funny to me that it started off with you being a party goer. Tell us how you made that transition to just going out and introducing yourself to making a career out of it. Yeah, basically I was out. I was that party goer. I was that girl that was popping the bottles and the VIP. I knew all <laughs> club owners. I knew managers everywhere. So I was out there spending money, and I kept saying, wait a minute, I know all these people. They all want to be around me, so let me flip it from me spending money to me making some money. So I turned it around. I used my own money. I booked a lot of artists. I did after parties. I did concerts. I just invested in, in what I love to do, which was party. And I brought mm. other people, you know, around me, so they wanted to party too. So that worked out just fine. Wow, wow. And so, you know, you've been general manager, echelon, uh, 3,000, director of promotions. Uh-huh, yeah. Tattoo. It's Tattoo is the spot. Yeah. It's a pearl. Yeah, and now yeah, you're I've been, yeah, I've been in all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're your manager and director of marketing and promotions at uh, Karma Bistro ATL? Uh-huh. Yes, and Karma is, is the old Echelon 3000. It's the old okay. Echelon 3000. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's old Echelon, but only now there's new owners. It's up on a new ownership and everything, so it's a, a different brand. Uh, same thing, different brand. We're just doing, still doing it big. We're about to start up our concert series, but yes, it's old Echelon 3000. It's, even with Echelon, I had my birthday party, and Robin Thicke performed live for me. Patty LaBelle came, wow. Mama Patty. Shout out to her. So, okay. yeah, so uh, Carmen, you know, it's the, the same building, just different people. <laughs> and we're doing it up, and we're about to start our concert series, series oh, so I'm excited about that. And then I know uh, early 2012 you found at Boss Chicks. Tell us about what Boss yes. what is Boss Chicks, and what do you do? It's a movement. It's a movement. It's basically um, everybody wants to be a boss, period, whether it's male or female. We know that everybody wants to be a boss. And there are a lot of females out there that – you know, they have these great ideas. They don't know how to go out there and enforce them or, or for instance, they don't have that support and everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I form Boss Sticks as it being a movement where other females can uplift and empower other females and help them get ahead. Like if I can give someone some good advice, whether it's an intern or whatever, I'm going to do just that just so I can help them, you know, if, you know achieve whatever they want to without giving up because, you know, the world out here is cruel. So basically, yeah. you know, that if that person that's really not your friend will tell you really to give up when you need to keep going. You need to figure out what you did wrong in the first place. How can I get ahead? What do I need to do on marketing, promotion, branding myself? How do I brand myself? So it's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a power move. It's a power move for women. And I know, I mean, obviously you're giving back doing that. You know, you do using boss checks, but you want, you're going to about to start – uh, your own foundation, um, my sister's keeper, the Iris, and I think that's an honor of your mother, who um, unfortunately yes, passed away. Yeah, tell mm-hmm. us about the charity, the charity organization. Yes, the foundation uh, is my sister's keeper, the Iris. I really want to empower a lot of young women, a lot of young women, but at the same time, I want to empower mothers, the single mothers that are out there, help them with their resumes. Uh, help them with their interviewing skills. You know, I have an HR degree. So, you know, just helping them get ready to face the world and letting them know that they're not alone, that they, you know, to empower them, sometimes even giving them a pamper day, just a day that's all about them to uplift them and, and just lift their spirits and say, hey, I'm not alone out here. I might be a single mother, but I'm not alone. So even if it's helping them with their resumes, showing and helping them with their interview skills, whatever the case is. So that's what I wow. want to do. I want to go out and, and speak with a lot of people and really reach them and touch them that way. And, you know, of all the success you've had, obviously, you know, with all the work you've done over the last 20 years, 
why is it important for you to, to give back that way? Oh, wow. It's just because I've been so blessed. When you've been blessed, you try to bless others. It's simple mm-hmm. as that. I want my blessings to continue to come, but i got to give back. I have to, you know, bless others. And God has really, really blessed me. I went through losing my entire family, mom, dad, brothers, sisters, just everybody, back to back to back. And a lot of people always ask me how, you know, I continue to still remain strong, but I have to do it for them. I mean, giving up just isn't an option for me. You know, it just isn't. I, I don't say I don't have bad days because I do. I have days mm-hmm. I miss them that are bad, but at the same time I pray about my good days and I keep moving, and, and I know that they will be proud of me. I know they would. I know they would. Did you ever imagine that when you were in school, uh, you know, going after that HR degree that you'd be doing all this? <laughs> No, you know what? I was the little cornball. I mean, I didn't party. I didn't do anything. <laughs> like, seriously, I didn't do anything whatsoever. I was the cornball. Everybody else was out partying. But then, obviously, I moved to Atlanta. You know, Atlanta will change that real quick for you. We'll change now. <laughs> yeah, they will. They will. <laughs> yeah, Atlanta, You even if you didn't party before, when you come to Atlanta, you're like, wow. I think I went out to the old club sensations, which is years ago, and I had such a good time. I moved. I was just here visiting my cousin, so I moved back here two weeks later. So, and I've been here ever since. So I've been here going on 26 years now. Wow! 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 So what's next for me? Obviously, you have so much going on. What else is it that you want to do? Oh God! Uh, well, I'm actually living out my dream. I just uh, signed a couple of deals. I have two radio shows coming up. Uh, oh, one wow. is a internet radio show. Um, and it's going to be focusing on music and everything. Uh, it's going to be called the Clock In Radio Show. So I'm going to be doing that from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. The morning show host. And then okay. um, I'm doing. I'm also. I just find another show with 1100 a.m. Uh, in Atlanta. I just find that, and I'll be doing that once a week, every Thursday from three to five. And that's going to be a little bit of everything. Actually, you'll have entertainers. You were going to talk about health issues. We're going to talk about relationships. Sex, good sex, bad sex. We're gonna talk about all that. Yeah, so we're gonna get real deep on Pharisees. The things I can't talk about on on the, on Monday through Friday from that six a.m. to ten, we're gonna address it all on Thursday. On <laughs> Thursday, that's what's going down. It's going down. No, yeah, it's I going down. And then I also have my cosmetic line coming too. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm I'm really I'm really yeah I'm really excited about that. Actually, they're finishing up the packaging and all that, so I should have my samples in this week. So I'm excited about that. I'm starting out with a lip line and an eye line first, okay. and I'm going from there. It's going to be called My Little Secret by Janet Jackson. Wow, wow. So I know that uh, I believe it was last month you had or yeah last month you had a uh, AIDS awareness. Event called celebrity dinner called Boss Up and Red, and I was actually invited to it, and I couldn't make it. I was so disappointed. But tell us about yeah, that. Yeah, I was like, you should have been there. You should have been there. I it know. was awesome. It really was. It was just. It was. I mean, I'm used to people coming out and supporting me for a party because everybody that knows me knows I can throw a party, and they're gonna come out. <laughs> but for everyone to come out, you know, for such a great occasion. Um, when I started out with Boss Up and and Red, um. My uh, PR diva, my I love her to death, Miss Misha, Miss Mimi. And uh, uh-huh. when I started out, she, you know, I, I was, like, planning my birthday weekend. I was like, well, what am I going to do? And it just hit me. I saw a commercial, and then I phoned my aunt back home in Tennessee. And I was like, you know, my I had a cousin, that Elaine, that passed from uh, eight. And I was like, you know, how would you feel if I did a, a benefit, you know, in her honor? You know, I would love to do something to increase, increase you know, awareness. And she was like, I think that would be wonderful. Go ahead and do it. 
so, I mean, literally, I got on the phone with Misha, and I God, oh, my God, she was a blessing. We just put our foot forward because everyone was saying what we did in two weeks, most people take six months to a year to, to plan, really. And um, yeah. I did it at Sweet Atlanta, and everybody came out in their red and, and everything, you know. And it was still my birthday, so Case gave a live performance. Also, um, Michael Keith from 112 performed, Dave Tolliver performed. I mean, it was just uh, Benzino, Carly. Everybody came. It was wonderful. Wow. It really was. And everybody wow. gave back. It, you had dinner. You mingled. But it was for a good cause this time. It was really yeah. for a good cause. So it was a blessing. It was it was awesome. It really was. Everyone's still talking about it. It's, the buzz is still going on. Wow. You know, so I want to thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I wish you nothing but continued success in all your business ventures. You know, like I said, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're invited. So, to anything you hear I have, make sure you come out. I will be there. I really appreciate you guys having me. Thank you so much. You have a great night, okay? Thank you, sweetie. You too. All right. Bye. And for more information about Janet Jackson, go to uh, bosschicksatl.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Stephen Knight Talk Show. On EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTM Radio. China Tashir Griffin is a dynamic young artist blossoming in West L.A. area. While studying music business at Musicians Institute, the singer, who goes by Tashir, aspires to be the industry's next domineering force. The offspring of North New Jersey producer Kayami Griffin and R&B legend Faith Evans, who's been on our show, rest assured that the apple doesn't fall far from the family tree. Please help me welcome. Tajir, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I feel like I'm talking to royalty right now. I am talking oh. to royalty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you get that a lot, you know, obviously, you know, you being Faith's daughter, do you get that a lot of people, you know, drilling you to death about your mom and uh, your dad? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, and it used to be it used to be you know annoying, especially when I was right. younger. And 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 I'm like, well, I'm trying to come out and do my own thing. Do your own, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. but but I've come to to accept it and embrace it and and just mm-hmm. be grateful because it's like some people just starting off. Don't nobody give you know two craps about <laughs> right, yeah. Have to say. And people uh-huh. automatically, people automatically want to pay me some type of attention just because of who I come from. So I'm definitely grateful for that. Yeah, and I noticed that a lot of your mom's fans are appreciating your work and becoming your fans. How does that feel to have? I mean, your mother, you know, who's done so much in the industry, but now that they're embracing you, like, okay, yeah, this girl got it. How's that feel? Um, again, just a blessing. I I know that I know that maybe in the beginning I was I was nervous that 
I wouldn't be able to ever break that association, you know? Right. But yeah. a lot of the people who do listen to my music, they end up telling me, of course, oh, I listen because I'm such a fan of your mom, but, but as I kept listening, you know, I realized that you really are doing your own thing and you have your own sound, and so that's good. That's, that's all I can mm-hmm. really ask for, that people realize that, uh, uh, that I stand out, you know? Stand out. Yeah, because and I will tell you, and I was listening to some of your music today, very good by the way. And if you. you don't hear your mom, you hear you. It's it's two different styles. Would you would you say that it's two different styles? Definitely so. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. How do you describe but, your music? I'm sorry. How do you describe your music? Um. <laughs> uh, it is very. It's, I don't even know how to put it into words. I don't. And I hate the fact that I have to, at some point, call it something. Yeah, <laughs> right. I put it into a genre, so let's just call it a, a urban contemporary, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's that confusion of R&B, hip-hop, pop, because yeah. I listen to everything. It definitely incorporates all different styles, so I don't even know yeah. what to call it. So, you know, we saw you on uh, R&B Divas, you know, for your your mom left the show in terms of being a cast member. How was that experience being out there with all the ladies and, uh, you know, your mom? Because it was a fashion show that you, you surprised your mom at the end. How was that experience? Okay, so because some people think that was fake. No, it was literally a surprise. <laughs> oh, wow, like, wow. Nobody had any idea that I was going to be there except for the producers of the show uh, and and Nikki, Nikki Gilbert. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But when I finally got there, it was like, uh, it was amazing. Nikki and Monifa, I've known since literally I was like probably two, three years old. So it was cool to see them again. And yeah. um, my mom was very, very shocked. So uh, uh, it was cool making my little TV debut, I guess. Yeah, okay, okay. So um, tell us about how your mom influenced you. Because I know, you know, Faith Evans, you can't have Faith Evans as a mom and not be influenced somehow uh, in your music. So I know that it's a different style. I'm sure there, there are certain elements you get from her. How does she influence you? You know what's crazy? Um, of all my mom's albums, her second album, Keep the Faith, I never really listened to. Okay. And I was listening to it the other day, and I was like, okay, wow, I guess. Like, I heard myself. It was crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was wow. like, oh, that sounds like something I would do. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh-huh. I, don't, I don't really, I don't ever go in planning like, oh, I want to do these backgrounds like my mom. But I guess it just kind of happens that way without me even thinking. So mm. I guess she's influenced me in that way for sure, background vocals and all of that. And just the, the different music that she's played while I was growing up definitely has helped shape my style. Yeah. Who, who influenced you outside, other than your, your mother? Who, what other artists influenced you? Brandy, hands down, is my mm. favorite singer. Um. Like, I don't think I really, really wanted to sing, like, for a career until mm. I started to get into Brandy's music. Wow. wow. Brandy had a hand. Um, the Neptunes, when I heard 
when I heard the Neptunes for the first time, that's when I started making my own beats. I was like 10 years old. (laughs) Literally, I was 10, and and I had, my mom had this keyboard that she used on her first tour back in, I think, like, I don't know, 95, 96 with Drew Hill. Mm. And um, she was like, here, you can have it. And what? When I started playing on that thing, (laughs) and I realized, like, (laughs) oh, you can put all these different sounds together and blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought it was so cool to my own beats. And that's thanks to the Neptunes and Stevie Wonder. So Neptune, Stevie Wonder, Brandy, my mom, Michael. Oh, what? Michael Jackson? How could I not say Michael Jackson? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, really. Like, when I say I was a fanatic, like, I think I was seven when I first oh, wow. just kind of dis- discovered him on my own. And... Like, I I made my parents buy me every single Michael Jackson album, T-shirt, memorabilia, everything. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, well, you, those are my, my idols. You know, I, um, you talked about your mother uh, and Drew Hill. You know, back in 1998, my, my, uh, I have a, my older brother, his half-brother, my brother, his sister was in total. And so, oh, okay. so it was, um... Total, no, it was Case, then Total, then your mother, then Drew Hill. They were all on tour together. And they came yeah. to Richmond, where I'm from. And that was the first time I saw your mom live. And I remember my mouth was wide open, like, wow, this woman can <laughs> and then, And then, you know, she was on our show last year, and then I had the chance to meet her at the premiere of, uh, of um, R&B Divas, because I know it's Jermai. And so I met her oh, that okay. night. Yeah, yeah. So I had to put... Uh, your mom's gorgeous, and, and you are too. You get you get your, your look for your mother. I'll give you that. <laughs> now, you talked about production, so that you'll be producing a song on your mother's upcoming CD. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I didn't produce it. I actually I co-wrote, co-wrote it. Co-wrote it. Um, okay. It was produced by, if I'm not mistaken, Chucky Thompson, who did, like, basically all of her first album, and uh, he worked with a lot of artists on Bad Boy in the early days. But, yeah, I think it was produced by Chucky. And mm-hmm. uh, my mom, she, she had this hook, and she recorded the hook literally, like, probably over a year ago. <laughs> and it wow. was just kind of sitting around, and she was like, help me finish writing it. And so I was like, because she couldn't come up with anything. And um, I took it and sat with it for, like, literally 10 minutes. I came mm. back, I was like, here you go. <laughs> and I wrote I wrote the verses and, and the bridge, and it's amazing, literally, such a dream come true, because she told me uh, that Missy and her artist, Sharia J, actually laid verses on it. So I was mm. like, what? And I had wow. to, to hear it. It's crazy. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, yeah. wow. So, so you, you are writing, you're making beats, <laughs> what, what, what you expect new music from you? What do you have coming up? Man, um, I'm in the studio right now. I guess I kind of had to take some time to uh, just just find my, my sound, you know, find myself, mm-hmm. find my sound. And right. I put out two, two mixtapes before, and I, I kind of consider those to be experiments because I was just experimenting with a bunch of different ideas in my head. But, I think right now I'm really focused on kind of creating a signature sound and uh, hopefully putting out uh, another project for the summer. Okay. Now, the two songs 
we're going to be listening to, uh, in our next half hour, Capricorn Love and Grown Lady. Tell us about those songs. Okay. Um, those are both on my first mixtape, Fem Fever, which I put out 2012. Um, Capricorn Love, I, I, uh, it's such a genuine song. I had like the biggest crush on this guy at the time, <laughs> and he was a Capricorn. <laughs> so yeah, like I, everything I write is literally just stuff that I experience and go through. But but that song I love, and I know I know it really hit home with people because everybody's on Capricorn love. That is my song. That's my favorite. Yeah, I was there. I was so, there. <laughs> thank you. So yeah, that. Lady, I uh, I was kind of on my Beyonce-ish tip when I did that song. I really did kind of have her in mind when I was recording it, like hoping that one day I could just hopefully give her that song. Like here, take mm-hmm. it. And it's so funny because she actually has that song now, "Grown Woman." Grown woman, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Which yeah. is so ironic because I swear to you, I wrote "Grown Lady" for her. Um. So yeah. Wow. So I'm going to ask you our question of the day. Our question today was, would you care if your ex from back in the day, way back in the day, dated one of your friends after you moved on? Would I care? Heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, because nine times out of ten, they knew each other and were around each other while while we were dating. So, (laughs) you know, that makes me wonder if they were talking to each other before. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, listen, tell everybody where they can follow you, your social media, shout them out so we can know what we can keep up with uh, this year. Yes. It's Taja Ray, by the way. (laughs) Taja Ray. See? You're going to know my name. (laughs) I know China. I've always known China. I've always known China. Look, everybody, everybody has always known China, but I felt like really going to uh, make a name for myself. Right. I had to kind of just come out with some different. Tajere is my middle name, and uh, that's what I decided to go by. So it's T-A-H-J-E-R-E, and you can follow me at Tajere Official on Twitter and Instagram, and I follow back. <laughs> And let me tell you, let me clear something up. I asked one of our producers how to pronounce your your middle name. I said it's a Tasha Ray. No, it's Tajir. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I want to put that out there. I said Tasha Ray. I said Tasha Ray. But no, hey, it's, it's a okay because look, let's 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 ask Beyonce how many times people slipped up on her name right. when she first came yeah. out. <laughs> we, we all gonna know that name in a, in, a, in, a, in a minute, aren't we? We all gonna know Tasha Ray. Better believe it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, and I and I wish you nothing but success. And thank you for taking the time and being candid with us, and and you know, and kicking at the Stephen Knight show. So we appreciate you. No problem. Thank you so much. All right. Well, you have a good night. You too. All right. All right. Bye bye. Take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. There's a fire burning in the street. E-O-T-M really, really can't be beat. There's so much we say to everyone we reach. Changing lives with our scorching, steaming heat. We have a PR that gets you on TV. 
Introducing the all-new 2018 Subaru Crosstrack. Get 2.9% financing on a Crosstrack today. Learn more at TronCaliSubaru.com. Cannot be combined with any other incentive. Financing to well-qualified applicants. Subject to credit approval, vehicle insurance approval, and vehicle availability. No down payment required. See participating retailers for details. Offer expires 11 30 17.